Hi listeners, uh, welcome to Lift to Dream 101. This is your host Shreena Shrivastava and today I have a very old friend of mine on the show Laura Cruz. And uh, we met on an internship um, that was hosted by Isaac and it was in Russia in 2015 and 16. So welcome Laura and it's great to reconnect with you and uh, please tell us about yourself first. Okay. Um my name is Laura Cruz and I am Mexican. I'm 25 years old and I am getting to the adult world. Now I'm getting more responsibilities and yeah. I have always loved the the differences in the world. I mean, I think every culture has its own virtues and maybe his opportunity areas, so I love to talk about it. wonderful i mean you just mentioned about that the fact that you're 25 i don't know but i think you'll also agree with me that time flies like anything literally yeah. and we were so young i was 19 and you were 20 i think when yeah, we met and it's been 5 years now <laughs> Literally. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can actually see the change in you and myself, but still it feels like, oh my God. I mean, it was just like yesterday we were there and now we're here and it's already five years. I totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. I have friends that now are married and with a child and yeah, <laughs> like, I mean like, there was <laughs> another so you were talking about the fact that you you know are very enthusiastic and you know passionate about talking about different cultures right so i yeah. want to ask that how i mean this is a hybrid question i'm going to ask you both about the culture and how the current crisis has affected that at your place like we all know that we're living in a pandemic and it's um, bad time right now health wise everybody is you know taking a lot of precautions and staying back at home socializing um, networking everything is gone you know totally blackout upside Nothing down yeah yeah it's all shut down <laughs> so how has this pandemic affected your life how has your culture changed because you just now mentioned that i mean your culture is more like embracing and you know so please tell us about how has it changed your life and the culture that is at your place the corona pandemic okay. yeah really actually we just entered 2 years ago we mm-hmm. to a new president for okay. our country so mm-hmm. it was like a lot of suspense about what he will do with our country yeah. and he didn't take like the right choices so okay. we How is was that? like in the, i mean he started to spend a lot of money mm-hmm. on social programs and actually that's good but the economy of the country it can afford it so he started to mm-hmm. uh, ask him for loans and mm-hmm. it was kind of uh, now the country has a big, really big the debt payments to do yeah. like monthly and now so we were like in that crisis like that mm-hmm. like financial crisis and then it came came the pandemic so yeah <laughs> like, okay, okay. <laughs> one over other and after that 
with when the pandemic started they said like we were only we will be only in our house like for two months um or three months as much and then we will come back to our normality or yeah. normal life but it didn't went like that exactly <laughs> so, even here yeah, but... it kept on extending and extending and extending yeah yes it's kind of complicated because with a new virus yeah the vaccine it's kind of a difficult thing because you you need time to prove if your vaccine is effective yeah. or not so, so it's like okay um, we have to wait like at least two years but to mexican culture that we were so used to do parties and mm-hmm. hugging and kissing people i mean when you go to even in a job that it's kind mm-hmm. of a more formal thing you can actually we we say hello with a kiss and okay. if it's your friend you even yeah. hug them yeah. like every day i know it's kind of weird but every day do for us is like that <laughs> and it's normal to say hello yeah. and to say goodbye is like ah oh, yes oh yeah hola como estas and you <laughs> give them a kiss and okay. on the cheek and it's kind yeah. of normal for it's us friendly it's so, normal and it's very kind that's what you're trying to say yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's normal for us it's okay the day by day but now that we have to live like separated and we don't have to touch uh, each other and mm-hmm. that kind of things it was yeah. kind of hard also in mexico there is like a really strong feeling of family mm-hmm. so almost a lot of people every weekend were like with their grandparents and with their brothers and it was like families of 25 30 people okay like having parties or having like dinners because yeah get every, togethers and all every yeah let's get together um so right now that we have to stay in house and we are not able to see mm. the to me well my family it's kind of a, a little family so i i used to go out more with friends mm-hmm. and i love to visit different parts of the city right. here there are a lot of expositions and mm-hmm. a lot of mu- museums and uh, to me it was like every weekend it was like oh yes a new experience to come <laughs> but <laughs> right now to me that was the hardest part like you can't do anything and you have to stay in your house and exactly a person who's so used to traveling as much as you are cannot like stay in one place in four walls within four walls it's very difficult (laughs) yeah yeah, i can understand i feel feel trapped in four walls and as Mm -hmm. i told you we were in a crisis in a financial crisis yeah after the Mm -hmm. pandemic a lot of people lose their jobs a lot of people Well, exactly like so uh, here i'd like to you know ask you that uh, how has pandemic affected the uh, job sector at your place because like you said that a lot of job crisis happened and not many new jobs were created and a lot of companies went out of business and all of that every um, i think these are the things that happened almost everywhere actually mexico has been like in a in uh, age a rage of in a lot of violence mm-hmm. in the streets and mm-hmm. more specifically for every 
every citizen here. So actually this year was been the worst year of all the history of Mexico in terms okay. of violence. Okay. Because we were in we were like falling in that kind of charge since 2005 more or less okay it, so yes mexico was like in troubles when the pandemic came so mm -hmm. right now this is the worst year in terms of violence and actually everybody says that the next year it would be even worse <laughs> so oh my god there is like um a lot of thoughts about how it would be the or future but right. in terms of a job actually mm -hmm. yes as you said a lot of business went out mm -hmm. and it was kind of difficult for the little companies here mm -hmm. well in mexico the little companies like familiar companies up to five thousand mm -hmm. five thousand <laughs> five 25 people to up to 50 people mm -hmm. per mm -hmm. company are the like the, the main how can I say this like the main fountain of jobs I mean almost all the Mexicans are employed by these little companies okay the big, so they lost companies. their jobs yes because the big yeah. big companies just handle the job for like the 25 percent of population mm -hmm. here in Mexico Okay. So a lot of these small business mm -hmm. couldn't face the pandemic. So yeah. they they have to fire it, a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah. A lot of people lose Cost their jobs. Cost cutting uh, happens almost every time a crisis hits country. Or yeah. I can understand. And also, for a strange reason, our government increased the... The pay the payments you have to do to the government. <laughs> that's 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 the tax, right? The, the taxes that you have to give. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, no, I totally get it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So so <laughs> so just now, you know, you said that uh, there was a crisis of violence and it was at part this year spec uh, specifically, and it will be worse in the coming one or two years right so uh you also just before that said that you love traveling and you've been a person who's traveled you know a lot and you obviously want to do that even now you want to continue with it so how safe yes. would it be i mean do you not feel in unsafe now that you know that your place is not as safe as it used to be well actually for the pandemic we even our government cut the access to, for example, to the beach or to mm -hmm. certain kinds of touristic entertainments. Yeah. But um, right now, it's, well, with all the violence, you can handle it. You can live with it. You learn how to be so, so, in alert, like, seeing everybody every mm -hmm. everyone around you and seeing watching if someone is trying to hurt you or something and you learn that you don't have to walk you can't walk after 10 p.m in the streets yeah. or things like that unless you you're in car or things like that you you know how to handle it i mean okay but okay. with the pandemic mm -hmm. it's kind of difficult because I, almost every 
everything is closed. I mean, right. there are hotels and mm -hmm. part of the tourism sector that right. is open, but it's not that easy. I mean, I actually, I actually went to Cancun. It's mm -hmm. a really nice beach here in mm -hmm. Mexico. Uh, but to the hotel I was staying in, they say that we are like so we are sanitizing everything you don't have to worry we're really yeah. safe and things like that but it wasn't like that <laughs> when i went like when i went to that hotel mm -hmm. it was kind of scaring to me because okay. nobody was using uh, the mask or something nothing oh my God. anything and i was like okay. how is that situation over there are people using masks are they keeping you know safe distance how is that situation over there actually people take their precautions but that was like in March. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so now everybody's gotten rid of that. <laughs> yes, but now everybody is like to relax. A lot of people started to saying, well, if I'm going to die, at least I, I'm going to enjoy this. And I was like, no, dude, no. <laughs> you can't do that. Especially here in Delhi. I mean, it's the capital city of India. So uh, here at least people are following these precautions up to some extent i mean they're at least wearing masks and keeping the distance yes but the situation that you're saying about your side i mean it's happening a lot in a lot of places in india as well but in delhi i have seen people you know maintaining certain uh distance and doing some precautions <laughs> that's good oh my goodness no yeah. here in mexico it wasn't like that well everybody use mask here mm -hmm. in mexico city that that's true mm -hmm. um but that is because all the companies were like saying that if you don't have a mask, you can enter a place and you can exactly. buy Exactly. That's, that's really what, that is exactly what happened here as well. I mean, we couldn't go to places where, you know, masks were essential and very important. I mean, they didn't let us in. Even, do you know the, the stores that are open for 24-7 round the clock, right? So we have these stores around our place. And uh, even in these stores, we weren't allowed to enter. Yes, it is the same here so that's why people are wearing a lot of masks but yeah. um in where well in places that they are not required to have mm -hmm. a mask to be there well they weren't use it they okay. won't use it so <laughs> okay. I don't know. it was like why dude why <laughs> but okay. yes also for example um here in mexico the we're Catholic. Well, the religion most common is Catholic, and mm -hmm. we have to go to the church like every Sunday, for, mm -hmm. for say it like that. And I see how the how the churches are kind of trying to sanitize all the temple, and yeah. they sanitize the people at the mm -hmm. entrance. I mean, how is in India like that? Because I know it's kind of okay, different. Okay. I, I mean, I can't really tell you about the temples and all, because I haven't, you know, uh, left my home since <laughs> the lockdown started. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't be able to tell you about that but yes everywhere I went outside whenever at whatever time I mean I did see people keeping safe distance and wearing masks and there are people I mean there are one or two people one or two percentage of people who do not follow anything yes I, I can understand that 
you know i will do you not feel you know um, aggravated or angry that you know your life the safety of your life depends on other people's as well and not just your own this is not just your own responsibility you cannot do it alone and uh, most of the people yeah. are like very ignorant and uh, careless yes it's kind of frustrating to me actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. i would why why people why the people are acting in like that for example my mom is a doctor so mm-hmm. i've been seeing a lot of doctors like die for the virus so yeah, exactly i am like dude this it's real first of all it's real the, vi- the virus is real please take care of you take care of your beloved beloved ones so mm-hmm. please like be more responsible of your life <laughs> but yeah really it's kind of hard so it's better for you to prepare yourself like by the mm-hmm. right mask in order to be protected not only right. like a mask of like a playful mask i mean <laughs> and also yeah. to sanitize your hands and right. like buy some gel <laughs> yeah. alcohol gel so yeah. it's kind of like be precautious on yourself if mm. you don't want to <laughs> yeah get contagious because yes. to rely on other people it would be like nonsense a disaster <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can, you can rely on rely on the other people or that the other people is gonna take the precautions or be responsible and i think it just doesn't worth it like that right. <laughs> at least here mm-hmm. yes it's more like you have to carry yourself right right that's right okay so um i'm going to go back to you know the job part and i want to i mean i would like to know how has this pandemic affected your job i mean was there any difficulties or did you in a, you know were in a crisis or something like that uh, just, or was it just normal just this week was the worst to me okay <laughs> okay that was i was that was i was so tired yesterday because of mm-hmm. that because this this week was the worst i had a lot of work to do mm-hmm. but the pandemic for like the big companies and things like that uh, were to home office everybody mm-hmm. was like okay every everyone that can work only by his computer and no needs of anything else mm-hmm. you have to go your home and actually my the company for i the company where i work you work for it was the yeah. same yeah okay the company i work for yeah it was the same okay they sent a lot of people most of the people of the company was sent mm-hmm. to their houses yeah even, to work from home yes even yeah. the those who was living in another state of mm-hmm. mexico mm-hmm. they were like okay if you want to go to your your state okay it's okay because the pandemic is going to be more than two months so yeah you're free to go go okay. go to the north of the country <laughs> go to the south of the country if okay. you want because a lot of people were living here in Mexico City but they were uh, renting some some okay. room or something so mm-hmm. they came back to the 
to the house of their parents. Okay. <laughs> in order to make money on rent. And okay. It was kind of difficult because in terms of doing the home office, the famous home office, it was kind of difficult because at the beginning there is a lot of, well, it's like very traditional of Mexico that if you're here, there is a lot of noises, a strong noises in the street. A lot okay. of people, yes, a lot of people listen music to a very, very okay, loud. Okay, and very loud uh, volumes. Okay. Very loud volumes and it's kind of difficult to work from here. And mm-hmm. for example, right now, a lot of people are in home office, but there's really a lot of noises mm-hmm. in the city, generally. Yeah. Or in, in Mexico City, even there is kind of uh, sellers, mm-hmm. <laughs> street okay. sellers that are like pretty traditional, <laughs> pretty traditional sellers that everybody here in Mexico knows. And they pass like one or two times per day. So okay. it's kind of um, difficult to ignore them. They have a a recording actually, and mm-hmm. they play it all the way as they are okay. going walking or mm-hmm. as they are going on their trucks. They are playing that kind of message. Okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. everybody can hear it and it's kind of difficult to ignore them. Right, right because of that and also a lot of people here has like a really big stereos mm-hmm. uh, really big speakers and they also play music really way too loud so okay. it's kind of difficult also the home office was difficult because every company accepted but with their own terms for example in my so- case I am totally at home office. I don't have to go out for anything. Mm-hmm. But for example, some of my friends, they have to go like two days or three days to the office and the other two days they work at home. But okay. it's depending on the situation. And actually, there were some companies that was like, it doesn't matter if you died. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how many people would die. But the company has to be hearing, has to be, yeah. <laughs> it has to succeed and things like that. So they weren't at home office and they are working the same in the office. Okay. And the public transport is kind of a trouble because mm-hmm. we, you have, you, there is no way that you can put some distance between one people to another. There is right. uh, like a lot of, a lot of people living here in Mexico City and we have actually a problem because of that, <laughs> because okay. of the capital. But right. um, you are like, you can fight with it. And if you don't have a car, you have to use the public system, the public transport. And right. you will be like next, like really next to the other totally people. vulnerable and, you know, yeah. Without any distance. Being affected from this virus. Yes. So... Yeah. You have to, at least they use their masks, their masks, because if you don't have a mask, they don't have, they don't uh, permit you to enter, mm-hmm. I mean, to the public transport. And okay. that's the only reason why they use it, but it's kind of difficult. Right. And also because with some distance, it's kind of difficult to learn. Actually, I got promoted like okay. two times this year, this year but congratulations it was kind of difficult <laughs> thank you <laughs> but 
with the promotion came the responsibility of the promotion. <laughs> so yeah. I had to learn pretty new activities and to do way more things than before. And it was difficult to learn it because I haven't had someone by my side who I can learn like, hey, you, what can do, what can I do with this client or something right, like that? Right. Yeah. Because you have to write it. I mean, by mm-hmm. we use Skype instead okay. of Zoom. So it, you can send a message by Skype, but you can agree or you can be certain that the other people will answer you. Or right, answer that's true. Quickly. That's totally so, true. <laughs> I can agree with that. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you, you cannot be sure of something. So it's kind mm-hmm. of difficult to ask for help or to ask right. questions. For example, in my case that I was learning new activities, mm-hmm. I really need help. Um, yeah. with something uh, yeah I can understand kind of when you're doing something you new you need someone to guide you yeah okay so uh, you mentioned about food and you know that I am a foodie and I love talking about food and I can't you know keep myself from asking you this what are the traditional foods of your place what what's the best thing that you like and um is there something that you don't know that is traditional? I mean, no, in the sense, you don't, don't know how to cook and is traditional. Yes. <laughs> I should learn to cook. Actually. No, no, no. Um, that is not what I am implying. I'm just asking no. you about your traditional <laughs> no. dishes. And if you don't know how to cook them, that's all. <laughs> I know. But, okay. um, no, I wish to learn how to cook it because okay. in the future when my grandmother isn't here anymore, mm-hmm. I mean, I I will miss it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there is like two traditional foods that... Mm-hmm are pretty famous here in Mexico okay. uh, one is mole mm-hmm. well the name is like that mole okay. it's chicken with a sauce that it's kind of spicy and sweet at the same time okay it's kind okay. of it's kind of special but it's pretty traditional and everybody loves it okay also another another dish is pozole okay Pozole, it's like a soup. Mm-hmm. I mean, a soup, but with a lot of corn okay. inside of it, like corn in little pieces. Mm-hmm. And you add whatever you want, actually. Traditionally, okay. we mm-hmm. do add like chicken or pork. Okay. And also you add like onion and different spices and... Well, in Mexico, they eat with a lot of uh, sauce, different right. sauce, mm-hmm. almost always spices, but mm-hmm. it's all of that. It's like a compliment. Okay, the what's main... with Mexicans and spices? Please tell me that. And you have a what lot is what's with Mexicans and spices? I mean, you mm. have a variety of spices. I do know that. So what's with that? I, there is a lot. <laughs> I have to search for a list because, <laughs> yes, there is a lot of spices here and I don't know how to, I don't even remember them. Their names. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. No, I'm not specifically asking you for the names, but I'm just saying you what's with, um, what is this obsession with spices that you, your people or people of your country have? <laughs> 
Ah, yes. I don't, you know, I don't understand it too much because I don't like the spicy food, so... Huh? <laughs> oh my God! So you're totally anti-Mexican. Do <laughs> <laughs> totally your friends call you that? Yes. A lot of times. It was like, do you want more sauce? And I was like, no, thanks, I'm good. And they were like, you are ashamed. You must be ashamed of being Mexican without trying this spice. But anyway, yes, I don't yeah. like it too much. But here, it's because... I think it's more like for tradition because okay. it's not, I mean, it's not a practice that is like pretty healthy. I mean, it's kind of hurt your stomach if you consume a lot of such that is spicy yeah. mm-hmm. or a lot of, um, a lot of things like that because okay. they will be irritating your stomach. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's, it's not a safe practice, but It's a tradition here. Sure. Since you are a little kid, they trying to they gave you spices and sauce, so such that are spicy. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> cultural. It's like, oh my god, you're a big man because you can eat this spicy <laughs> sauces and okay. you don't and you are not crying and things like that. So oh my god. so they consider uh, people who can eat all these you know spicy things strong. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they consider it strong and something to admire, something to praise on, nor okay. something to to mm-hmm. be ashamed of. So it's kind of like a cultural thing. And okay. well, everybody here has gastritis. <laughs> okay. Because it's. I mean, again, it's not a safe practice, but it's right. a tradition here. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me. I think I don't like it because my mother never gave me something like that. Mm-hmm. I never get used to it, to the mm-hmm. flavor. So I like the all my food without a sausage, okay. a spicy sausage or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's okay. more like tradition. Almost every Mexican will will tell you that they love sausage and they they can really eat something pretty spicy. Even the Korean. Uh, noodles that are really spicy okay. yes, oh no well, in yeah. India there are a lot of things spicy and specific, uh, especially yeah. at my place everything's super spicy so don't worry we're very much used to having spicy food <laughs> yes I remember that I tried one of the dis- dishes at the at oh the that was really nothing uh, over there I do remember that we went to that Indian restaurant over there but that was nothing <laughs> not uh, even no, close no. to being spicy yes. This is this. No, I don't mean it. Do you remember the festival of um, of foods? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Cuisine day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. International yeah, cuisine day. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember. Exactly. I tried your spicy food at that. Okay. Cuisine day. I don't know who made it. Who made it? I don't know, but I don't know, but it was really spicy to me. It was like, <laughs> my goodness, why you eat this? <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> no i really don't remember but i do remember that i made uh, a sweet thing so ah yes yeah <laughs> that is a little traditional thing that my that is something that i don't know how to make and that you know that was the only one time i cooked one time not before really? that not after that that was the only one time i cooked my goodness <laughs> It was yeah. pretty good. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember because I yeah, ate it after that. 
it was really good <laughs> if yeah. i remember well <laughs> but yes i don't know it's tradition to be honest i don't know where it came from you know okay. like the tradition of eating pretty spicy food mm -hmm. um it doesn't make any sense per but it's okay <laughs> okay i am curious about it what is the most traditional thing you do as an indian okay I guess the most traditional thing I do is dress up, uh, you know, in a traditional mm, dress up way. Like... Yeah. So you might have seen that as well when we were there in Russia, right? So I do yes, that. <laughs> I do that. I mean, I wore almost everything over there. Uh, that includes sari. It's a very traditional dress uh, in India. And uh, another traditional dress is um, suit. Uh, suit is like a kurti uh, it's like a long shirt okay and uh, oh, we no, wear okay. pajamas underneath that or leggings underneath that that suit and we have this stole kind of a thing which is a little long so that's called chunni in hindi chunni the third thing <laughs> that is traditional is um lehenga it's like a very long skirt okay with um a crop top kind of a thing that sticks to your shoulders okay. and front and everything and there's another chunni with that you might have seen it you remember that a blue dress i was wearing on on this day when presentations were being shown ah uh, okay like i really deep blue blue yeah 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 deep blue and it was a black beneath I mean the, ah, uh, yes, the yes, yes. yeah yeah that's called lenga. Ah, this is the most traditional thing that I do. Interesting, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Since I met you, I have seen like one or well, a lot of movies. Well, not a lot of movies, but like five movies, Indian movies. Mm -hmm. And I saw Kianka, and I really like it. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. In, uh, I mean, in your language or in Hindi? Mm, well, not. It was in Hindi, but but with subtitles. subtitles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of good. Yeah, it was I found it really interesting, you know. Yeah, was, yeah. Like, oh, Working woman and uh, the guy's uh, house husband. Yes. Super yes, yes, yes. Super even cool. in my country, yes. Even in my country, that is more like more free and things like that it wouldn't be seen too good <laughs> okay why is that i don't know there is a, a lot of machism here okay uh, it's kind of okay so there is there a lot of place yes well right now because well right now it's more like everybody has to work because yeah if you don't work really you cannot mm -hmm. like survive a lot of time here yeah, but yeah um traditionally yes like it's the same idea like the man is strong the mm -hmm. men is who have to support the house financially yeah. and also they have to protect it things like that how cinema is like at your place because at our place films are a little liberal how is uh, this world this film and uh, you know cinema world at your place to be honest, India has a really big industry in yeah. films and mm -hmm. cinema to admire it, actually. Yeah. I like, like, yes, that's why I know what was a sari, because yeah. in the movies I've seen pretty 
beautiful dresses and things like yeah. well, the beautiful saris and things mm -hmm. like that <laughs> and cute. also the musicals yeah. but in mexico there is not like a big a big place for the movies i mean okay our neighbors are usa industry and actually most of the content that we saw in the cinema and when we go to the movies to mm -hmm. watch film it's pretty almost it's almost always about usa you know okay. all the movies that they so you don't have any regional like or mexican films yes well well like in the 1920s maybe 1930s <laughs> okay. Okay. there was a really big industry of films here and actually okay. it was like called the golden age mm -hmm. and it was more like that we have that kind of originals actually the stories are pretty good okay. but it was it is weird to me to watch them like in black and white things yeah. <laughs> they were they, they, they do color. seem a, a bit ancient <laughs> yeah. yes yes they're pretty ancient yeah. and right now most of the industry are concentrated in the romantic comedies things okay okay for mexican okay. films okay. in the past like in the 80s it was more like something of uh violence themes okay. also mm -hmm. about like I don't know, like guns and drugs and things like okay. that, and um, the sex industry things, things okay. that I weren't interested into. And right now, it's more like most of the Mexican films that are um, launched to the market are more like com romantic comedies. Okay. And it was, it has been in that way since like ten years, fifteen years. <laughs> Okay. So we have most of the yes, most of the Mexican movies are like that. Are romantic movies, okay. and they are good, but I don't know, they are not good enough, or they are not as good, for example, mm -hmm. as uh, Hollywood movies. So okay. most of the content we we watch is from Hollywood. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I told you, okay. yes, we are near of them. They are our neighbors. And, yeah. They have a lot of market here. For example, right. Disney. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh, Frozen Disney. 2. Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. I prefer Frozen 1. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I like both of them because there are so many great uh, quotes that you'll get from both the movies. I mean, I was yeah. very fascinated with one of them. I can't really remember right now, but it was great i mean and olaf that that snowman <laughs> oh god oh, he's been so cute it. throughout both both this both the movies i mean i loved yes. olaf. he's my favorite character <laughs> me too yes it's my favorite character <laughs> what are the taboos that you've usually heard about mexicans as mexican okay this is now that I'm thinking about it, it's pretty sad and it doesn't make any sense. But a taboo is to say that you're poor. Okay. I don't know why, but now that I'm thinking about it, I am trying to figure it out why. <laughs> but... Okay. <laughs> well, I am a pretty honest person, so mm -hmm. I'm pretty free with what I do and what I tell. Yeah. I don't have any problem with it, mm -hmm. but like in general, Mm -hmm. Yes, a lot of people here doesn't like to say that 
they're poor or that mm -hmm. they didn't have enough money to buy this or to buy that yeah. even if you were if you even if you are poor and you're living in one of the pretty poor zones of the mm -hmm. city mm -hmm. i don't understand why but they finance an iphone for example the last iphone like in 30 36 months of payments mm -hmm. <laughs> they acquire a debt that they don't have well that they don't have to pay well they don't have way a way to pay it but okay. it it's more because they have they want to say that they are not that poorer <laughs> so it's kind of uh, a taboo to say that you're really poor to buy or to do that or to visit some places mm -hmm. also another taboo it could be mm, <laughs> right now <laughs> to be to be, for example, that I am 25, to say that I am virgin or something like that, it's a taboo because <laughs> nobody wants to tell that they are virgin. Everybody wants to have, like, the experience of the world in that area. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know why the things change like that, but it's like that. Okay. And also, for example, to say that you... For example, to say that you are a nini. In Spanish, we have a word same nini okay and we use that word to refer to refer to people who doesn't work and doesn't study and don't and doesn't want to do it so okay. and they don't plan to do it any further it's not because you're poor or you're in troubles and you you mm -hmm. don't find a job and you can lazy no, basically no, no. it's just because they don't want to so yeah. so to say that you're a nini, that you aren't working or studying mm -hmm. anything, it's mm -hmm. a taboo. Normally, okay. you don't do that. Okay. Normally, the ninis mm -hmm. do also only like talk between them because really it's kind of a taboo. It's okay. It's hard to say why are you working or why why aren't you studying because you mm -hmm. have like all the chances. There is a lot of scholarships what happened with your life <laughs> so okay. uh, so it's kind of a taboo mm -hmm. so saying it and a last one it could be also but it's kind of linked with the poverty that i told you this the place in the city you live well the mexico city it's pretty big uh so mm -hmm. it's kind of divided in different zones and they there are like some that are clearly po poorer than others mm -hmm. so when you even get a job for example in my case when you get a job or when you enter a new school to say that you live in a really poor zone it's kind of uh, messy because everybody are staring like it at you like why you're living there because why you are here <laughs> are you going to steal my things i don't know things like that and there is okay. a lot of jokes about it so a lot of people doesn't like to say where they live okay that is strange i mean there's another yeah. i mean a taboo that i've heard a lot and that is uh mexicans and i you know um i mean if you're a mexican you must be you know a drug addict or something like that or drug trader <laughs> Is that true? That, that is really sad. But have you heard yes. this? I mean, is that true that this rumor is there? No. 
No, no, okay. no, it's not a taboo. Actually, well, yes, the drug trafficking here in Mexico, it's not a secret. It's pretty, pretty extended. And actually okay. there are complete towns that are like controlled by the drug traffickers. But oh um, yes, it's good. Again, the violence here, it's kind of <laughs> increasing. But <laughs> like everybody knows them. Or at least you can imagine someone is like a drug dealer or something because they act like different. They act like, like thieves, I don't know. There is like a really certain kind of clothes, attitude, okay. and even po- corporal position that they mm-hmm. take. So okay. you can know when someone is kind of a, kind of a addict or a drug dealer or something like that and so if you don't want any trouble you just mm-hmm. don't get near of them so okay. it's not a taboo mm-hmm. but it's something that everybody knows and it's okay. most it's more like nobody wants to talk about it because mm-hmm. it's a constant rem- reminder that you are living in a really in a really dangerous place so Almost anybody want to talk, wants to talk about it. It's more like okay. a theme as, that is avoided, but just because you want to be happy and you don't want to be <laughs> reminded every day that you are living in a, such a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. It's more like that. No, no, it is okay. like a taboo. It's more like I don't want to talk about it. Just like that. <laughs> but it is a reality then. It's not a taboo. Yes. Right? Yes, it's a reality. There is okay. a lot of drug trafficking here. And it's kind of difficult. Oh my God. So <laughs> I think no matter what people say, all Mexican women are strong. No matter they eat chilies <laughs> or not. <laughs> because surviving in such circumstances is itself a very big achievement. And that truly shows that you, you guys are very, very strong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. well. That was Laura Cruz from Mexico. And thank you, Laura, for coming on our show. It was great having you and it was a great conversation. And I hope you had a great time as well. Yes, really, pretty thank you for inviting me and thank you for everything. It was pretty interesting and it was fun to remember. So thank you, listeners, uh, for tuning in to Live to Dream 101. And I'll see you in my next podcast. Until then, stay safe.